Blog Talk Radio. And I got the HD blues, and my life feels kind of rough. Live. Help for HD Live is brought to you by Help for HD International and is made possible by our sponsors, the Griffin Foundation and an education grant from Tava Pharmaceuticals. I am your host, Katie Jackson, and today we have Dr. Victor Sung on with us. He's a native of Houston, Texas. Dr. Um, Sung graduated from Vanderbilt University with a bachelor's in science in neuroscience and a minor in music in 2001. He received his medical degree from UT Southwestern in Dallas in 2005, and he completed his residency training in neurology at the University of Alabama in, Burn- in, in Burning- Birmingham, UAB, in 2009, during which time he, he was an elected member of the Alpha Omega and Alpha Honor Society and received um, the, Argus, the Argus Award for Best Neurologist Residence which is awesome. He currently serves as the director of the UAB HDSA Huntington's Disease Center of Excellence, serving more than 200 HD patients across the Southeast. The UAB COE was awarded the HDSA Center of Excellence, um, the uh, uh, Clinic of Care Award in 2017. Dr. Sun was awarded the President's Award of Excellence in teaching in 2018, and he has been on, and he has been serving on the HDSA Board of Trustees since 2017. If you talk to any of Dr. Sung's patients, they love him. Um, everyone is very, very lucky to have an amazing caring neurologist like Dr. Sung in um, the Alabama and greater Alabama area. Um, so we are really excited to have him on the show with us today. Uh, he is here today to talk about resources and stuff we started. Uh, we realized that with 350 archive shows available, we've seen, uh, we actually can see when people click on them, and we've seen that this has been a huge resource, this radio show, since 2010 for families. Uh, but a lot of the shows cover a, you know, an, a national or international kind of um, program or project where I know a lot of families need more um, more local resources and um, to know what's going on in their area specifically. So we decided this year that we were going to launch a new program on Blog Talk and once a month we are going to talk to someone within different states to talk about what resources are available for our HD community within that state. So um, Dr. Sung actually has a greater, he actually you know has resources outside of Alabama because he, he serves patients all over the area, so he's going to probably reach a little bit outside of Alabama for us as well today, which is great. So welcome to the show, Dr. Sung. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Katie, and thank you for all that you do with Help for, Help for HD. Yes, well, thank you. And let's start by talking about how you got involved in HD. 
Yeah, everyone always asks me that, like, how did I, you know, start doing HD? And I think I have a story very similar to um, a lot of clinicians that, um, you know, take care of HD patients and families in that I kind of backed into it. Um, and then once I started doing it, I just fell in love with the patients and families, um, all that you guys do to rise up to meet the disease. It's so inspiring. Um, that, you know, it's kind of inspired me to keep doing it and kind of build my whole practice around it. So um, back in 2010, um, I was finishing up my movement disorders fellowship and was looking for a job. Um, and the position as uh, Center of Excellence Director at our Huntington's Disease Center became open. Um, and my chairman approached me and said, well, if you're, if you're interested in doing this and you want to sign on to be, uh, you know, to do HD, then um, I might have a job for you. And so I kind of said yes to that. And um, really, you know, I, on the surface, I knew what HD was. I, um, I had seen some patients with HD during my fellowship. Um, and I kind of liked the genetic aspect of it. And I, uh, my wife is a psychiatrist, so I'm not daunted by the psychiatric aspects of the disease, and so I kind of jumped in with both feet, um, but very early had just amazingly powerful family stories that um, impacted me on a really deep level, and I just kind of fell in love and, um, you know, uh, started doing, you know, doing everything I could um, to really build everything around it, so... Um, that's kind of my story. I mean, I think a lot of people have similar stories, but um, it's you guys that yeah, and inspire I, and us I, doing. Yeah. yeah, and I think you're right. I think a, a lot of, I think it takes a very special person to, to have an HD clinic. Um, and so I do, think, I do think that the stories we hear from our, um, our Center of Excellence and Movement Disorder clinics that, that see patients with HD are very similar and I don't think, I think a lot of it has to do with the community us bringing in, but at all, I also do believe it takes a very special person um, to have the compassion and dedication that's needed um, to help our community. So um, we are very, we're very thankful. And I know it's really hard to find, most people won't even see HD when we go into, you know, neurology. We, oh, Huntington's, nope, no thank you, you know. Um, so we are so thankful for our, our, um, our neurologists that um, have kind of, you're right. It's definitely a certain personality, but I think that helps too for us yeah. as the clinicians taking care of HD patients and families because it's this small community of like-minded or very similar personality type people. So we all get to know each other and we all realize we all have the same energy, the same drive, the same emotional, you know, attachment to HD patients and families. And so we feed off of each other too. So you know, all of our little meetings where we get together, um, it's 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 just amazing. It's this similar kind of energy, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about the um, their center in Alabama. Um, so it's the HDSA Center of Excellence at the Excellence at the University of Alabama. And let's talk a little bit about what um, patients that go to that center are able to receive as far as resources and care. Yeah, I think that's great. So um, it's interesting. When I took over the Center of Excellence as director in 2010, um, it really gave me the opportunity to kind of, you know, build it from scratch and build it like I thought a um, comprehensive multidisciplinary clinic should be. 
Um, and I've kind of, we've con continued to kind of expand it since then, which is nice. So I could kind of start with the ideal. I mean, I certainly buy into the multidisciplinary care model, um, and that's kind of what we ascribe to, and that's uh, definitely what we offer um, to our patients that come to our center of excellence at UAB. Um, so we do one clinic day a month. We do the first Friday of every month. Um, and it's HD day, and I have another um, movement disorders neurologist that works with me, um, and we kind of work in tandem. We both load up our schedules, um, and then we have physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, social worker, psychiatry, um, a nurse coordinator, um, all in the a geneticist, um, all in clinic, and everybody kind of sees everybody. Every patient sees everybody at every visit, and um, the patient stays in the same room, and we kind of rotate in and out. Um, and the way that it runs is because I use the HDSA grant money that we are so fortunate to have um, to pay for everyone else's time to be there, then each patient and family, they won't get charged. You know, if they see five different providers, they won't get charged five different copays. Um, the, they only, you know, bill to their insurance comes from the neurology visit from me or from my colleague, Dr. Dean. Um, but otherwise, uh, you know, we're paying a stipend to everybody for their time to be there. And so there's no charge for um, any of those assessments for patients and families. Um, so I think that's the first thing is they can come like they would come to any doctor's visit and they'll get a pretty comprehensive level of care and um, be able to see all those different disciplines all in one place. Um, we certainly address things as a whole family. So, you know, we certainly have families that come and dad and son are both being seen as patients and we'll kind of split people up or, um, you know, we have opportunities to have a family member um, go and talk to the social worker in a different room while the physical therapist is working with the, the loved one with HD in, in one room, things like that. So um, it's pretty chaotic in that there's a lot of things moving and going on, but um, it's kind of one-stop shopping and, uh, you know, we really are committed to providing this really high comprehensive level of care for pe people that come from miles around. I think when we last did an analysis, as you mentioned at the start, I have over 200 HD patients in our clinic and of our 200 HD patients, 90% um, of those patients are driving from more than two hours away to come see us. So, um, you know, it, it's there's not a lot in the state of Alabama. There are only 100. I mean, UAB is pretty big. So we have 80 neurologists in our department. Um, and But of the 80 neurologists, I'm uh, myself and Dr. Dean are the only ones who see HD. So you know, they all should get funneled to our big HD clinic, and that's kind of by design because we really want to be able to provide those services for HD patients. I mean, the other things are there are only 120 neurologists in the state of Alabama, and 80 of them are at UAB, um, and I'm the only one seeing HD. So, you know, we know that neurology resources are few and far between, um, and same mm -hmm. thing with psychiatry resources. For many of our patients, seeing the psychiatrist in our clinic for free um, is the only access to psychiatry that they have. Um, so, you know, for, and even if they they have difficulty with um, health insurance to even see 
me as the neurologist part of the visit. The fortunate thing is because UAB is a state institution, um, for any patient that lives in the state of Alabama, we can sign them up for UAB charity care, um, and their care will be completely free. Um, so, you know, that's, that's really nice. Um, the, you mentioned about, let's see, what other services? Um, we also recognize the distance, and so uh, even for, for uh, people who are at risk for HD families um, in Alabama, we offer um, the genetic counseling by phone, so you don't have to come in for that. And obviously, by phone, there's no charge for that. You just call us and set it, us up, set it up, and um, our genetic counselor will call you and talk to you and do the counseling for free. Um, you do have to come to UAB to get your blood drawn, obviously, um, but we, there's no charge for that visit, even though I will see all people coming for pre-synthetic visits just to um, meet them, but we don't charge anything for that. Um, and then we do results disclosure in person, and I also don't charge for that. Um, so the only cost of the pre-symptomatic testing process is the cost of the gene test itself, um, and we've worked a special discount with um, the lab that provides that test um, where the cost is just $300, which I think is fairly reasonable. Um, but that means that if you want to get pre-symptomatic testing, and you want to do it through us at UAB, your total out-of-pocket cost, um, if you had no insurance or whatever, would be $300 because that's the cost of the test and there's no other charges. So we cover everything else um, through our clinic. So I think that's a pretty important resource. Um, mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, we feel really proud about offering that as well. Um, we have a social worker in our clinic who's amazing and um, she is devoted to HD patients. I mean, she has time carved out just to take care of HD patients. So, um, you know, we have her do phone follow-ups and call and do all sorts of things like that. Um, we have a pharmacist that works in our clinic. So, you know, as you guys know, a lot of the drugs that we use to treat um, for HD, especially the newer ones, are high cost. Um, Mm -hmm. And our pharmacist will do all the work and, you know, apply for grants for you and all those kinds of things. So most of our HD patients get all of their, um, you know, medicines for little to no cost. Um, and, you know, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty neat setup there. So and I think um, yeah. we've started support groups. We have uh, one in Birmingham, and then we've started a support group um, in the Panhandle of Florida, Florida, serving kind of South Alabama, and then we've started a support group um, in Jackson, Mississippi, which is the next state over. Um, but, you know, between Alabama and Mississippi, uh, you know, people forget how big they are. Alabama and Mississippi together um, are the same size as uh, the states of New York and Pennsylvania. Um, and so we have one <laughs> clinic to cover all of Alabama and Mississippi. Yeah. Um, and it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty large geographic area. So we are, uh, there are only four HDSA level one centers of excellence in the country. Um, and we are one of those four. Obviously, UC Davis um, in Sacramento has one, has a level one center. Um, uh, mm -hmm. UW in Seattle has a level one center partnering with um, University of Oregon. Vanderbilt has a, a level one center, and then we have our level one center. So level one centers of excellence require a partnership with an institution in, a, 
um, geographically different area. Um, and so our partnership is with um, UMC, the medical center in Mississippi, um, and we also have a partnership with the University of South Alabama to pull in those areas. Um, you know, because Jackson is a three and a half, Jackson, Mississippi is a three and a half hour drive from Birmingham, and Mobile is a four and a half to five hour drive, even though that's still within Alabama. So, you know, um, just to, even if patients want to come periodically up to Birmingham, just to give them more local resources, we've established these partnerships. And it's a real partnership in that we, um, we have monthly teleconferences where we talk about patient HD patient care um, together, but then also um, through our Level 1 Center, we send uh, the, our partner sites money um, to pay for social worker and nurse time to dedicate towards HD patient care. Um, so, you know, pretty much everything that we do is very kind of patient-centered. The other things that are kind of unique, uh, for me personally, I've blocked out, so I don't I'm not accepting new patients at all uh, in my clinical practice uh, um, except for HD. Um, and by doing, protecting all my new patient slots that way, that allows people to get in faster. I mean, our average wait time to get in for a new patient um, for HD is about two weeks. Um, oh, wow. So I think that's pretty good. Um, that's really good, actually, compared yeah. to what we hear, and, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just really just our commitment to uh, providing anything and everything that we possibly can. You know, we have, um, we really try to make, uh, we're making a big effort to try to make our, um, you know, the clinics are kind of these sterile environments, but we're, we're making a big concerted effort um, to really make our clinic more open to uh, families. So, you know, we're gonna have coloring books and crayons in the clinic rooms and um, patient information packets, uh, you know, about um, resources, online resources and other uh, resources, things like that, available in the rooms for patients, um, things like that. So, um, you know, hopefully that extends that. You know, we, um, UAB has been very gracious um, in allowing us a lot of latitude um, a lot of that has been me, you know, making very heartfelt pleas to the board about um, how special the HD, uh, HD community is, and so they kind of protect things, and they exempt me from some of the rules that apply to other patient populations or other doctors in our group, um, so it's really nice. Um, but I think yeah. those are the yeah. things that, off the top of my head that I can really... But pretty much, I mean, we, we have a dedicated phone line for our HD patients. It's a separate phone number without some crazy, you don't have to dial five to talk to a real person. Um, we call it our HD bat phone. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of direct access. If whatever you need, um, we will try to help you with it. So um, cool. it's, okay. you know, um, um, anything that we can do to help the patient or the family. Um, yeah, that's all. And, you know, it's so interesting. You talk about testing and, you know, we have um, at Help for HD, we have our Help, Help for HD Relief Fund and Family Relief Fund, and, and we get this a lot about testing. And, and um, you know, the big thing about testing is people are unable to get their Social Security, 
and they're trying to get their tests so they can get their social security because they've lost their jobs. And, you know, it's always just like, it's always a really horrible situation when you are symptomatic, you're losing your job, you're losing your income and you're unable to get a test because of cost. And, um, and sometimes, so, you know, I mentioned that, you know, we've worked out this discounted rate for $300. But we also keep a separate slush fund that if you can't afford that $300, then we'll work something out. And usually we don't let that be a barrier either. Um, We also have a, are fortunate enough to have um, a family member, uh, an unaffected family member who is a lawyer, who is a disability lawyer. Um, So obviously since she has HD in her family um, and that is her skill set, um, she feels like it's a perfect opportunity. So we have the opportunity to help patients with that part of the process very directly because of that as well. So I think that's a fantastic resource also. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that is. Um, you know, I, we another thing, you know, I think Alabama is really, we, we actually went to um, Berlin, uh, Berlin game, uh, Alabama, to do our law enforcement. We went, uh, Help for HD International exhibited at the state law enforcement um, uh, conference a couple months ago. And um, it's really kind of cool how you were talking about the university, and it reminded me of that meeting that we exhibited at uh, teaching law enforcement agents in Alabama about Huntington's. And they all really wanted to learn. So when you talked about the university, you know, with their, you know, their time, giving these time. So I'm, I think that's really kind of cool to hear a state wanting to engage and wanting to learn and wanting to help families because um, there are states out there that that, that is just not the case. Um, so and that's, I'm glad to hear about all that. And, and another thing when you talk about the Center of Excellence, you know, I think uh, this leads me into my next question. I think that, you know, we go into these multidisciplinary um, uh, clinics. I went with my husband for years uh, before he was put on hospice. And, you know, there's oftentimes you see the team and you're like, do you need the physical therapist would come in? I know I don't need you. I don't need you. You know, and I'd, I'd sit there and I'd go, why, why am I seeing all these people? And then my husband got worse and he got sicker. And I went, yes, I absolutely need you. And the cool thing about seeing them is I knew them already, even though I didn't yeah. use them uh, in the beginning, like the physical therapist, I didn't really need Rosie in the beginning. But then I absolutely needed Rosie. And I already knew her face. I knew her voice. I knew how she handled uh, things. And most most of all, my husband knew her. With Huntington's, that's a big deal. And so um, I think that that's really cool what a center like you guys offer because we may not use them at every visit, um, but we get to know them. And um, that's important. But the one person I think that we use from start to finish, um, and I've used, I've, is, is our social workers. Um, I think they are such a huge, important component in this whole thing and if you get a good social worker to support you you are you it's it's the most helpful thing so i've been very lucky to have lisa mooney um i know people with janelle hogan like so i want to talk about your social worker and um and who you have in alabama so interestingly for a long time we were using our nurse coordinator a lot as a social work type role, like she would be kind of the first point of contact and um, help find all the resources and write those disability letters and help um, fill out paperwork and do all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. because
because social work was kind of a scarce resource, but it wasn't a, the perfect use of the nurse's time. And uh, Jenna, who's my uh, the nurse coordinator for the clinic, she was filling a lot of that social work role. And I think everyone who comes to our clinic knows Jenna because she's still, um, you know, kind of our our spiritual leader of our of our team, if you will. Um, but it just wasn't a great utilization of her skill set to be doing a lot of social work type things, but we did what we had to do because if we, we needed to uh, supply that resource to patients. Um, but over the last few months or so, I've been able to convince UAB that this is important, um, and that's one of the things that's been amazing is so UAB now has um, committed to uh, paying for a social worker's salary dedicated to HD and they're paying for it, like the institution is paying for it, not the Department of Neurology, not me, not the Center of Excellence grant funding, so I don't have to use, I can protect that our um, HDSA Center of Excellence grant uh, funds to do things like pay for patients' gene tests um, because my okay. social worker salary is paid for by the university, which is amazing. Um, and um, our, our social worker's name is Emily Ann Burns. Um, like a good Southern girl, she's got the double first name, um, Emily Ann, and she is amazing. She's uh, born and raised in the South, and she's fresh out of um, social work school, so she's got that young uh, energy, um, and she's mm -hmm. just really latched on with the patients, and the, the patients that have worked with her have really loved her. And um, she, having her on board has freed up Jenna to do different things, um, and we're really trying to expand our services even more. So, you know, we've, um, we've been meeting with nutrition to add a nutritionist to our clinic, um, and they will start, uh, you know, in March um, working with us with our HD patients too. Um, so we're always tinkering and trying to expand and do more um, and offer more things for our patients and families. So, um, and having a dynamic social worker like Emily Ann be on board. Like Emily Ann's favorite thing in the world is just to basically call and check in with families um, and yeah, just check right. in, nothing, no agenda other than, than just to find out how they're doing. Um, and she does that pretty much every day, which is amazing. I love it because if she does okay. that, then she'll message me. Uh, oh, I talked to so-and-so today and um, you know, they mentioned that actually they're having this little bit of problem, just want to let you know, but we're going to do this about it, or is there something you want to do medically about it or whatever, but just keeps me in the loop on that, all that, um, and I love it. So it's kind of her idea. Like how Emily, things. we are like, thankful. Yeah, I mean, she has these amazing ideas that we're going to, that we'll be doing like, you know, let's put crayons and coloring books in the patient exam rooms so it'll be a friendly environment and people can feel comfortable bringing their children um, you know, things like that. So um, yeah. just like you said, you know, at the beginning and early stages, it seems kind of daunting to see all this, go to this crazy multidisciplinary clinic with all these people there that you may not need. Um, but we want it to be a familiar, friendly environment. You know, I feel like if we can start mm -hmm. the relationship with the children early, um, long before it's an issue for them, then when they get to the age that they might be considering um, how HD might affect them or if they're at risk, things like that, then maybe they'll feel more comfortable talking to us about those things um, and letting us mm -hmm. uh, walk with them through that difficult decision uh, about whether they should be tested or not and things like that. 
um, and letting us help yeah. them through all that. So, you know, we really Absolutely. want to do everything that we can to support not just the patient but the whole family. I mean, we really fully respect that this is a family disease. Um, yeah. And, you know, we treat all of our HD patients and families like one big family. So, um, yeah. and Emily Ann's amazing, no, and she's really um, – She's been a great new addition to our team, but I think it's just going to take us even further. Um, but, you know, for for those patients of ours who have been coming to our clinic for years, Jenna's not going anywhere. She's still coming to clinic every time. But um, it's going to allow, like, especially the more of the pure social work things to really be done by a social worker, which is going to be great. Um, so I just think it's going to, you know, I think our clinic's always been pretty strong, but I think it's going to make us even stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And it is true. You know, I mean, I'm, Dr. Wheelock has seen every single one of my children in clinic. You know, there's been those days that um, I've had to bring them. And so, you know, it's pretty, we'll do, we'll do go to a fundraiser or benefit and Dr. Wheelock walks in and my kids are like, hi, Dr. Wheelock. Um, yeah. You are definitely seeing a whole family in that clinic room often. So, um yeah, no, that's great that those resources are offered offered to, especially to us moms that are trying to take care of our husband and the kids are running around right. and you're like, here's a coloring book. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Color. So that's fantastic. Yeah, no, those, those things, are the things, right? Really so, you know, I think. Families. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, we talked about support groups and we talked about that, but I, I'm, I know we're getting ready to wrap up the show here because we're, we're pulling time, but um, uh, we're running out of time. But I wanted, is there anything we missed in that area that you'd like to talk about um, before we head off or any final thoughts? Um, just that, you know, I, I think a lot of people may not be aware um, that, that we are offering social, uh, support groups. And even though we haven't covered them everywhere, obviously we have support groups in the Florida Panhandle and Birmingham and Jackson right now. Um, but if any listener out there is in, near those areas, um, they can contact our clinic um, and uh, we can get them plugged into those support groups. But also all of those support groups, what we've had, you know, I've spoken at some of the support groups um, occasionally. What a lot of times people will do is if they can't physically make it or it's too far for them, um, they'll just either FaceTime in or call in and be put on speakerphone, and they can still kind of virtually be part of the community um, and be part of the support group meeting, um, even though, you know, the distance might be too hard for them to travel on, like, a Saturday morning or something like that. So um, just that, that all of that is out there. Um, if anybody wants to, I mean, the easiest way is to just call our, uh, our HD phone line, um, if they want any information about genetic testing or resources that we can offer them in our clinic, um, the phone number is 205-996-2807. Um, Perfect. And like I said, that's a specific HD patient phone line, patient family phone line. Um, and our social worker, her name is Emily Ann Burns, and her email address is eaburns, B-U-R-N-S, at uabmc.edu and um, she'd be happy to um, help you guys get connected but we're happy to help anybody in the Alabama, Mississippi greater Gulf Coast area Gulf Coast of Florida um, to get plugged in and anything that you need we're here to help 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Sun. And, um, yeah, and I will definitely be using um, using uh, Emily and email uh, for the people that call in to us. We get lots of um, lots of calls. I was able to go to Wakala, Florida, um, and I don't think anyone really know where that is. It's like she went. It's right by New Orleans, and um, you know that that whole area to me seems like it needs it. It's you know they have, of course they have Dr. McFarland around there who's fantastic, but that area is, is they don't have support groups. They didn't have things out there. So, yeah. Um, to think that yeah, there's, so the, you know, we definitely um, will. Yeah. That, that support group is in Pensacola, um, which should be closer to them. But that's the thing people don't realize with the geography that in the Florida panhandle, it's actually closer to drive up to Birmingham than it is to drive all the way around to um, uh, Gainesville to see Dr. McFarland um, at, at University of Florida. So it's closer to come to Birmingham mm-hmm. by about 45 minutes to an hour. So um, it's just yeah. crazy that they – the geography, geography is covering these large areas. So, yeah, yeah. Well, fantastic, Dr. Sung. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, and thank you for everything you and the clinic are doing for our HD family. It means a lot. Um, it's so funny whenever your name comes up, the community in that area, they all, oh, do you know Dr. Sung? He's so awesome. And everyone <laughs> loves uh, loves you. So we are we are lucky to have you. And he's young. He's fun. That's I hear that quite often. So there's a compliment for you. You're very young and fun. I hear. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hear that quite often. I think um, this, you know, almost. I mean, this is my ninth year as center director, so I'm not the new person anymore. You know, there's there's lots of younger and uh, more energetic. Um, people in the community, even the me, which I love. I, I say, let's bring it, you know, bring all the newest, greatest minds um, to HD. And, absolutely. Um, let's bring together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sung. And uh, just, a, just a quick announcement real quick. I'm jumping on an airplane. Um, for anyone in the Texas area, we are in Austin this weekend. We are really excited. We're kicking off our hype days. That's highly interactive. Uh, participant education. Um, it's really a cool program. We have a great lineup of speakers coming um, to, and we have a full house. So, but we can always make room for more. So, uh, you can always go to our website www.helpforhd.org to register for that event. It is always a free event. Any event that Help for HD puts on for our community is free to the community, 100%. Um, there was scholarships offered for rooms for us to pay for everything. Um, you, if you if you still those are blocked now, but if you have any problems, of course, and you feel like you really want to come and you need help, you can always call me um, or contact me, and we will make sure that happens. Um, my contact, of course, is Katie, K-A-T-I-E, at help4hd.org. Uh, we look forward to seeing everyone um, in Texas, and uh, we will be going live with um, our panels and everything so our virtual community um, out there can watch as well. Um, so that, uh, look for that this Saturday. Um, we'll be on Central Time. And um, one last thing, I, I never do this, but um, I'm going to today um, – Vicki Owen, who works for Help for HD International, um, is such an amazing advocate, a fierce advocate. Uh, lost her husband, uh, Tom, this morning at 10 o'clock. Uh, this morning I got the call. And um, Tom has been such a fierce, amazing advocate. He's traveled all over the nation uh, teaching law enforcement about Huntington's disease. Um, he did this till the very end a couple weeks ago. He was sitting in his wheelchair and trying his hardest um, to talk to people about HD and law enforcement. He is, he will be missed. 
um, and Vicki, uh, you are all in our hearts and our, our thoughts through this very hard time. So um, I'm not going to get any more emotional because I've been crying all morning, but um, we, uh, his battle with HD is now over, and, um, and so he can rest. And um, so everyone out there, we look forward to Texas, and uh, tune in next week, same time, same place. Everyone have a safe, safe week.